Welcome to In the Lap of the Pods Queen podcast. I'm David, and with me are two people that will be doing this podcast until they fucking will die. It's Joe and Paul. Hello. Alright, mate. Sweet. Alright, a few shout-outs before we start. We want to thank Pete, Richard, Lynn, Stuart for their donations since we've been away. Um, a lot of you are repeat can have donators so that's that's brilliant thank you very much and if any of you out there thank want you. to help support the podcast you can do so uh, at paypal so it's paypal.me forward slash lap pods um, and also you can subscribe you can leave a review where you get your podcasts and I've ju- we've just signed up to Podchaser, uh, which is a good place to do to leave reviews um, it's actually attached to the the, the uh, Acast, which hosts our podcast, so it's be good if you leave left some feedback on there and some ratings. That'd be great. Thank you very much. Um, and we've got some great feedback already for the Peter Hintz podcast. So, so, so thanks cool. for that. Some coming through thanks email, cool. some on Twitter. So it's really good. I know we didn't didn't really have to do much for it other than just let Peter Hintz talk. So it's it's quite easy. Yep. Quite easy. Um, so we're recording this episode in the hottest day on record. Um, in Scotland, I think England have got it a bit harder, certainly in the south. I think they're up to 41 degrees or something. And and I think uh, in Scotland we're about 35. So so 35 for Scottish people is like 41, to be honest. So, um, yeah. Aye. It's like living in fucking <laughs> exactly. man. Um, so if you hear some background noises, we might get fans running, There's, you know, the windows are open, there's maybe people outside and all that, well, you're just going to have to deal with it because it's either that or we melt, so that's mm. just the way it's going to have to be, alright? Exactly. Dry your <laughs> eyes. Dry your eyes. Anyway, so in this episode, we're talking about the Magic Tour, Queen's last ever tour. And a tour which was very much the product of their performance at Live Aid the year before. Uh, we're going to hear from some listeners as well. Um, we're going to hear from Leighton and we're going to hear from Richard later on. Because um, they've got a few, a few clips um, they've recorded for us about the Magic Tour, which we'll get to. Um, so let's get some background on the tour first of all before we move any, any further. Um, so... Queen played to 400,000 people on this tour, um, over 26 shows, so not a lot of shows to be honest, 26 shows, very, very small tour, very, um, you know, very short tour, um, but they were playing stadiums most of the time, so that's why they end up playing in front of 400,000 people I guess, um, I think it made £11 million, and I can't figure out if that's for each member of the band or collectively, um, but that's about £25 million in today's money. So um, it was a very successful tour from that point of view. There's obviously professionally filmed uh, performances that we all know, which are uh, Wembley Stadium and uh, the Nep Stadium, or Stadion, Nep Stadion, isn't it? And Budapest. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're the two ones that we're, we're, most Queen fans will be very familiar with. Um, and it's mentioned that, that, that 
Queen were the first major band to play behind Iron Curtain um, in Budapest, which depends what you what you call a major band, but there have been band. Iron Maiden played, played it on the Power Slave two or two years before. Okay, they didn't play a stadium, but it's it's a bit misleading. So I would guess it's probably the first major like stadium gig, and then that that you know behind Iron Curtain, it's probably what it you know should say. Um, so the tour, of course, was in support of the A Kind of Magic album, um, and it's interesting they only play I think four songs from the the album on the tour. Um, well, three and a half because I think Friends Will Be Friends is just pretty much part of a a medley from. We are the, Thank fuck. It, we are the champions or something. Uh, I don't know. Uh, before before we are the champions, I uh, I don't know. I blocked I blocked out my memory, man. I was too horrified. horrified. Well, and it, you'd mind when you were listening to the, uh, listening it's to the tunes. Before, uh, yeah, it's before uh, champions. Yeah. Oh, aye, yeah, yeah. So as segues into it, So we got those releases. We got the Budapest uh, film in uh, 1987 that came out. So that was a very popular video. Um, I remember uh, having that recorded off TV. I think Paul, you recorded it, and uh, yeah, that's the one I'm most familiar with um, in terms of the Magic Tour. And of course, Wembley. Wembley didn't actually come out as an official release on video until 1990, um, and it was an edited version. I think it was only an hour and ten minutes or something. It wasn't the full show initially. Um, and then when Freddie died, the cash in obviously started in 1992. They released the full, the full uh, live album. Um, so live at Wembley '86 was you know the big double CD double record thing, um, um, and I think that was largely because of the Hollywood Records deal. I think they they still so yeah. so many records to you know fulfil, and then Freddie died obviously, so they had to. So in fairness to them, probably half cash in, half fulfilling a contract. To be honest, you know. So, um, but yeah, I'm sure it. I, I don't know how well it did sales wise, but I'm sure it did exceptionally well. You've also got a live magic record, which is just the, the less said about that, the better. It's just an absolute atrocious piece of shit, and yeah, yeah. So um, anyway, let's not get too negative. Trying to stay positive because it's a it's a period for us that's that's a bit difficult in Queen's career. I think it's a it's a it's a tour that doesn't really really resonate with us too 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 much, but. Not, Nevertheless, what I'd like to do is try and just pick away at it and see if we can find the positives on it as well. But I think we absolutely mm-hmm. need to discuss the negatives, um, which is hopefully the whole point, point of this bloody podcast. So, yeah, there you go. So, what we're going to do is we're, we're going to talk about the tour as a whole. We'll talk about incidents, we'll talk about, you know, songs they played, maybe support acts and things like that. So, we'll get into the, the tour as a whole. Um, but then what we'll do is we'll focus on... And the second part of the podcast, we're going to focus on the performances um, and largely based around the Wembley and Budapest shows because, like I say, those are the ones that are, are readily available to us. Um, everything else is a bootleggy. So, I guess the first question I'll ask you both. Um, Paul, I'll come, come to you first. When I mention the Magic Tour, or anybody mentions the Magic Tour, what comes into your head? Um, it's it's not positive. Um, whatever it is that comes into my head, it's 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 just like <clears throat> um, not not my queen that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's not the, it's not the queen that I yep. love, you know. Hundred percent. Um, yeah, just watered down. Not. I I mean. I mean, don't, you know, don't get me wrong. 
if someone was was to appear in front of me right now and say, I've got a time machine, let's go to Budapest, let's go to, you know, wherever on the Magic Tour, you can see the full show, I'd, I would go, because I, I never got to course. see Queen live, and mm-hmm. I would, I'd probably really enjoy it, but um, they had better tours, they, would, they, they played better, they, yeah, everything was better before uh, this. Yeah, it's not, it's it's not something. The the only reason, I, you know, uh, I've been watching these videos and listening to the music is because I'm doing this podcast. Otherwise, I would I would not have any interest in anything to do with the Magic Tour. So that's yeah, right, pretty right. negative. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there you are. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Okay, Joe. For me, when I think of the Magic Tour, I think two words, contrived and uh, corporate. Mm-hmm. That's the two things, the two words that come into my mind when I think it. It's very much a cash-in on the success of, you know, Live Aid, you yeah. know what I mean? And the set, for the most part, reflects that 100%, you know. As they get all the kind of early numbers, the heavy rock numbers that Queen were predominantly known for, out the way pretty quick at the start of the set. Mm-hmm. And then it's pretty much it's the singles crowd. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, yeah, people that yeah. would have just got into Queen probably after seeing them at Live Aid, uh, and you can see that. Obviously, we'll talk about the, the the songs and the performance, but you can see that in the reaction to the crowd as well. Mm-hmm. As soon as he says a kind of magic, the entire fucking place lights up. You know, and when they've just done like Seven Seas of Rye and stuff like that, and it's, it's they've got a good reception, but not the same as you know when they say something like that. So, I it's just a. It's a watered-down, contrived queen to me. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah, no, very much so. I think I think the Magic Tour... I mean, if you'd asked me as, as a, a very young queen fan, I, 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 I didn't see anything particularly wrong with the Magic Tour. To be honest, it was just it was you know Queen's last tour, and and to be honest, that was that was one of the videos that I had access to because we didn't actually own any of the actual Queen concerts on video. So the fact that I had Budapest, you know, it was it was something that I, you know I'd owned it, even though it was you know recorded off TV or we owned whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I probably had more of a connection to it as a kid. But as you get older, as you kind of your your music taste develops, as you kind of understand the band's history a bit more <laughs> and then you know mm-hmm. it, it, it became less and less important to me and it's it probably still isn't that important to me to this day uh the magic tour kind of very similar to what paul's saying there uh, you know I, I won't revisit this period in the band's history uh, live wise you know even even that kind of magic album i never listened to that so it's it's just that it's a period in queen's career history that that doesn't really really kind of resonate with me too much so when i think of the magic tour i i just think it's kind of back to what you're saying not my queen thing i just think it's the 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 chart chasers you know mm-hmm. um tour you know and 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 i think I think there's people in, in those crowds that don't even particularly like music. Oh, don't it's, yeah. it's just because that's the hottest ticket at well, that particular time. Absolutely. Oh, I've managed to get yeah. some tickets for Queen. Aye. Well, well, it, it didn't have to be Queen. It could have been Bruce Springsteen, you 2 whoever. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I've got tickets for an event that everybody's been chasing tickets right. for. 
That's a hundred percent. I mean, we're going to talk a, a about that. Symbol. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to actually yeah. talk about the, um, you know, the, you know, the the, the fans obviously that are coming along to these gigs and and the incidents that happened. Um, you know, and, and some of these gigs as well, which is which are not exactly particularly wholesome. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I think it was it was just a hot ticket. And Queen were the hot ticket, but there's, you know, if, if they hadn't played live, Aid, as you know, as you know, we talked to Peter Peter Hans on on uh, you know on that podcast, and 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 he he said, and we all agree with that anyway. Is there's no way Queen would be playing these stadiums if it wasn't no. for live Aid. Um They would yeah, have been back in no. the arenas again. Mm-hmm. It'd have been Wembley Arena, not Wembley Stadium. Um, and I know yeah. they did. I mean, don't get me wrong. I know they did four nights in Wembley and on the Watts tour. So it's still, you know, probably the, you know you could argue maybe they could have filled out Wembley one night. Um, you know, on the the, um, the Magic tour, had they not done uh, live uh, live aid, possibly. Um, but that would have been that. There wouldn't have been a Nebworth. There wouldn't have been a because it would have been just your Queen fans that they went. You wouldn't have had yeah. that hot ticket thing going yeah. on. You know, yeah. so um, but the one thing that the one thing that I, I want to that, that, that kind of struck me as well, because you know, I think when we watch these gigs, gigs particularly when we watch Wembley, it does very much seem like uh, yeah, stick stick four tickets on the credit card and we'll go and see Aye, Queen, 100%. you know, and and go along. Yeah. You know, it, it, it seems like that, but it's easy to forget that there will there will have been Queen fans that have been following the band from since oh, day one that crowd as well, you know. Mm-hmm. You know, and yep, I, and I think absolutely. and I think yeah. that's something I'd forgotten. I just I just you know, the whole crowd the whole crowd's full of just you know people that you know want the hot ticket and all that as we're saying. But no, there have been real Queen fans there, and um, and they they have just been caught up in the the zeitgeist. You know, just that that you know at the time you know just fuck I've, I've followed this band since yeah. fucking you know nineteen seventy seven yeah. and. Who, who are all these fuckers? Probably, you know, probably they, very, you know. very similar to something like Metallica, for example. You know, coming coming from yeah. Injustice for All. You know, the people that were in that yeah, crowd. Yeah, the Black yeah, Album. And then yeah, the Black yeah. Album hits hard with the, the general yeah. public. And then all of a sudden... That's yeah. why Metallica, Metallica fans from that period really took the Black Album hard. Not probably just because yeah, yeah. the music was, was slower and stuff like that. But it, it, it stopped being their band and it became more mainstream yeah, and now you got yeah. all these other people that weren't in the scene coming in and that pisses people off do you know what I mean but, but. and that's it and that's the thing I mean talking about Metallica talking about ACDC talking about any major act that fills stadiums you too there will be a large percentage of them that will not be fans of the band necessarily Aye. it's just they're, they're just heard that they're, they're a good Who Fighters is another example isn't it Aye, aye, exactly. So it's just it's, yeah. it's a night out. It's a night out, and 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 that not being music fans, I think that yeah, is the same. case. I think it's people that are just very casual music fans. You know, the shopping cart goes around the supermarket. Oh, number one and, in the chart. You know, maybe, maybe not so much these days because they're downloading and stuff. But you know, it would have been the CD get into the shopping trolley along with the the weekly shop. You know, oh, that's the new that new Queen compilation. I'll put aye. that in the shopping trolley. You know, it's 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 that kind of that kind of music fan. That sounds incredibly snobbish. I get that. Oh, fucking so what? But I don't really care. Who cares? I, I don't really care. I, it sounds uh, bitter. It sounds. It sounds entitled. Good. So be it. So be it. Uh, um, but that's. It's just trying to paint a picture of how we see this tour. And some of you might be listening to this, and, and this might be your favourite tour. This might be the tour for you that that Queen were at their best. You know, it could be. Let us know if that is the case. That might be quite interesting um, to hear from you if if that is the case. So. Um, so the fans, yeah. So let, well, let's move on because let's let's sort of stay with the fans then because I'm going to focus on two gigs here um, because we've got lots of information on the Slain Castle gig and the Nebworth gig. So um, when we talk about the, the sort of fans, um, 
and the behaviour, I guess, of the fans. So, uh, Slane Castle, I think it was just uh, after tie your mother down, um, or after seven seas of rye, um, Freddie has to break up a fight in the crowd at the start. Freddie jumps in and starts punching fuck out of him. Apparently, fuck doesn't <laughs> actually. <an> <laughs> Yeah, so there's that going on. Um, there's 70 arrests when the fans trying to break through the barriers to get to the backstage area. Um, a guy apparently got on stage and went towards Freddie, and Freddie put his arm around him and just kind of ushered him to the side. Oh, really? and, and apparently, he motioned to the security to say, for fuck's sake, this is your job, kind of thing, you know? That's not, see, when you think um, that was even capable of happening in a, aye, a gig so, that size, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, but I mean. These are things you're reading on the internet. You're reading on articles. How true that one is, I don't, I don't know. But it was, it was uh, alleged anyway. Um, I mean, Brian get hit with a beer can as well when he's when he's when he's playing. This is at the Slane Castle gig, and he can uh, he, he almost refuses to go back on <clears throat> at that point. So this doesn't sound like, and again, this is going to sound prickish. This does sound like your cultured music fan. No, nah, not at all. Not you know, this just sounds like a bunch of bunch of cunts that have got loads of beer, got themselves tanked up well before they've even gone to the venue. Had a long day. I think the gates were opening at something like nine o'clock in the morning, and what? just way too early and stuff. So people are just mm. getting restless. They're probably getting pissed off, getting too hot, whatever. Gardies say that the estimated eighty thousand fans at Saturday's concert were generally well behaved. It was the largest of the massive festivals held in the grounds of Slane Castle over the past five years. But there were some nasty incidents. At one point, part of a wooden barrier around the stage was broken down. Security men turned water hoses on a small group of people who tried to get backstage. Bottles and stones were returned by fans. In all, about 70 people were arrested for minor offences or drugs charges. When the concert finished, a taxi man was attacked in his car by a gang wielding chains. But yeah, it, it just doesn't sound like, and this isn't, you know, the, the, you're, you're very careful because the, the stereotypes are the Irish, uh, you know, uh, they like to drink and yeah. fucking cause trouble and all that. But when we talk about Nebworth, it's no fucking different. It's Aye. absolutely no different. Um, because at Nebworth, um, you had the Belle Louise some or some or whatever, you have, you t- I, don't, I don't know, I've never heard of the fucking act or band or the person in my life, but um, that was one of the support acts and... They were getting hit with bottles. Um, and one of the back singers had to put a washing bowl over her head to stop to try and protect herself from the bottles getting thrown on the stage. That's ridiculous. Now, now, now it's plastic bottles. I'm not it's not I'm not maybe careful here. It's not glass bottles, it's plastic. Aye, but if they're full of water, aye, that's gonna hurt. It's not pleasant. Um and then there was fans throwing food at each other as well, and I'm just that sounds fucking horrible. And aye. then you think about that line in the 
Khashoggi <laughs> shit <laughs> food fight in somebody's <laughs> face and, that, face the and then you realise how fucking Tory the Miracle album is you know what I mean and oh, how aye, fucking totally. Tory these cunts are acting you know <laughs> um, you just feel like aye this all makes sense you know but I mean the, I mean, but the worst thing that happens at Nebworth a fan is stabbed to death so someone uh, a fan tries to climb up one of the lighting rigs um, or, uh, lighting towers I should say or sound towers and uh, falls and lands on somebody and the person he lands on Stabs him to death, Foxy. kills him. Um, you know, so this just none of this sounds like if Live Aid hadn't happened, we wouldn't have had these people would have been nowhere near a Queen concert. Oh, definitely. You know, and that's definitely. not to say you can't get dickheads going to a Queen concert before Live Aid. Of course, there would have been, there would have been instances at Queen gigs. You know, I, I think didn't. in one of the early gigs, in fact, it was in Stirling. In Scotland, Stirling. That's yeah, right. Yeah, uh, a fan was stabbed, and that was stopped. in 1974. I, but that's fucking Stirling. Expect that. Expect But Freddie actually allegedly said that if people have to die because they want to see us, I'll never perform live again. Right, and well, obviously, there there's there's something in his head about not performing live again anyway, which we'll, obviously will mm. come to at some point. So that's already in his head uh, at some point. And apparently, in Nebworth at the end, they didn't keep the house lights on in the stage. They turned them all off, so nobody knew where the fuck they were going. Like, oh, that, they couldn't oh, see their man, way back that's, to that. That's bad, man. It's the the safety the... fucking... I... <laughs> you know, <laughs> so... <laughs> so, yeah, that was... It, it just sounds a bit fucking shambolic, to be honest. Um, but, uh, so, yeah, I mean, I mean, listen, there, there was... There'll be, there might be one or two people that were... That, that, that were at one of these concerts and had a different experience from what I'm describing. I'm not trying to turn this into tabloid shit, you know, and say, you know, these concerts were just a hive of, you know, bad behaviour. And I'm sure for the most part they went they went by fairly, you know, mm-hmm. fairly standard, you know, and people had a good time and enjoyed it. And it was, you know, there was a bit more of a wholesome vibe going on. But, um, but just some of these things, it just makes me think. I, I wouldn't want to be anywhere near these concerts. So if if, if that was the kind of that's the kind of thing going on, but it makes it easy for me to say that when I know what the set list is and I've seen the footage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, aye. If this had been happening during like the fucking hot space tour, or not they were playing lots of cool shit. Aye. I'd be like, you know, maybe you know. So I'm aware. I'm, I'm aware of my own bullshit here. You know, it, it just it's very convenient for me to throw all this stuff up. For a tour that I, I don't really too. have much time for, yeah, anyway, you know. Aye, so. but the ratio of deaths and in, in just general <laughs> is uh, thuggery. I mean, it's uh, uh, well, skullduggery rather. Um, a skullduggery. That's better. Skullduggery's better. I like that. Thuggery. Uh, uh, a good name for a band. Aye, skullduggery <laughs> is a great name for a band. Let's do it. Um, but aye, we I mean, your punk band. Aye, that's yeah. it. But the, but the ratio of uh, skullduggery is obviously way higher at the Magic yeah, Tour yeah. than previous tours. So I agree. Uh-huh. Oh, definitely. Um, but yeah, so I think we've done the whole fan thing to death. They kind of like painting the picture of who's going to see Queen in 1986 and who's who's seen Queen on this tour. I think this is this is building up that vibe. But the, like I say, there will have been Queen fans, dedicated Queen fans, seeing seeing them on this tour and and, and maybe having a good time, maybe not. I don't know. Um, but uh, noticeable events, highlights. Uh, well, this is where Neb- well Nebworth is where John throws his base into the into his, his amp um just at the end of radio gaga which is pretty famous most queen fans know about that i think john had a few issues going on at the time you know just to do with um i think he was battling you know his demons and stuff um and yeah it's just just a wee bit of note here um 
they said they hit the other bases on their stands that were in front of the amps, uh, knocking them over. And the roadies then took them off stage, presumably to check for damage and retune them before the second encore. Um, but John ultimately does come back out with the same precision base, so obviously didn't do any meaningful damage to it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a very famous incident, and and it's not something that we would have pressed uh, Peter on in the, no. in, the, in the podcast because as as the way we set that up, he he doesn't want to talk about these kind of things. He, you know, it's it's a personal thing that's going on with John, and that's that's as far as it went. You know, so for for him, and we would never. Never push the push the guy to kind of betray anybody's confidence, you know. So, um, so yeah, it's stuff going on. We also know that this is Freddie's last show at Nebworth, um, that he ever does with Queen, and it's interesting the timeline on this one because you're kind of led to believe that at Nebworth is when he says, "I don't want to do this anymore," to the band. Mm-hmm. But there's on the Wembley extras, the Wembley DVD extras. There's an interview with Brian and Roger. And Brian says he, th- he thinks it was in Spain. It was in Spain, which was the date before when they both. It was about four or five days before that he was having a bit of an argument. I think there was a bit of an argument going on with John. And um, whether it was John and Freddie arguing, I don't know, but it was an argument going on. And John was getting, he said, John was getting very heated about something. There is that thing where Freddie says, you know, we'll be together until we fucking die or whatever. Well, we were. Um, but obviously, we didn't tour until he went because. Um, he was aware quite early on that there would be a falling off of his energy and he didn't want that to be seen. He wanted to kind of go out at the top. So I remember, I don't think it was Wembley, I think it was somewhere in Spain, but um, there was a little argument broke out and and John got quite iffy about something and Freddie just turned around and said, well, I'm not going to be doing this forever, you know, this is probably the last time or whatever. And that was a bit of a jolt. I didn't know if that was a sort of instant response and an overreaction or whether there was something else something else in his mind. I think now there was the other thing in his mind. I think he already knew what he was going to be dealing with. The great thing about being on tour is that you can put all that stuff aside to a point, you know, and and just get on with the the consuming business of touring, and it's great fun. Um, But I think he knew that when that tour ended, he would have to look at this, and and he'd already told us, in a way, you know, this may not happen again. (laughs) I guess it's back to this Queen whitewashing of history kind of thing it's it's almost like oh it just suits better if we just say it was Nebworth and yeah. you know then Brian saying 20 years ago that actually no it was it was Spain but then he said mm. since I'm I can't quote him because I don't have the quotes but I'm fairly sure he's mentioned Nebworth it's been the, it's been the time or certainly documentaries have been presented like it was Nebworth um maybe not necessarily Brian saying that um but yeah it, it but anyway ultimately the point is this is Freddie's last time on tour. I think he realises something's wrong. I think he's he's been his doctor's been trying to get a hold of him for a long time at this point, and I think mm-hmm. um, you know he's he's put Barry in his head in the sand a little bit, and and uh, and yeah, just getting on with the tour, and and but realising that his his body's telling him something. But as as as, as Peter said um, on the podcast, Freddie was close to his fortieth birthday at this point, and he's running about that stage, and it's a huge it's, fucking stage. I know, man. He's still mm. he's still full on. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's and he's sweating buckets, <laughs> especially in the Wembley gig. He's because I like, meant the fucking lights, man. <laughs> yeah, the lights and the fucking <laughs> running down the sides of the stage. So, and uh, yeah, so he's he's annoyed, but he's putting a shift in. There's no doubt about it. Oh, um, no slouch. Yeah, it really, it really is. Um, I was—I don't know if you guys 
had been watching many of the videos and the footage from the tour. Well, you know, obviously I know he's been watching Wembley and Budapest and all that, but I don't know if he'd been catching any of the kind of news reports and just bits of press and all that around about the um, the tour. But I was I was just looking there on YouTube and uh, there's quite a quite a bit on RTE for the Slane Castle gig. It's not the Irish uh, TV station, and it was quite funny because uh, I think it was that Dave Fanning. I think it was him. It was going about. Oh, um, yeah. uh, he was going about, uh, and he was, he, he was he was outside talking to all the bootleg t-shirt uh, vendors, and you know asking them if it was you know they thought it was right what they were doing and all this kind of stuff. And a lot of them were just like, oh fuck, you know, turning away from the camera, and, you know. Um, but this one boy was a bit cagey at first, and then he started getting a bit confident by saying like basically Queen of Robbers and. You know, it's not us that are criminals, it's fucking Queen and yeah. <laughs> all these bands like Queen, you know, that fucking chat over Charles for their T-shirts. You're saying we're ripping off Queen. I think yeah. Queen are ripping off the people. They're asking 12 quid for a sweatshirt, yeah. 8 quid for a T-shirt. It's actually the same T-shirt on the inside. It's probably better. Yeah. 5 quid. 3 quid of a difference. Yeah. What's it costing Queen? I guarantee it's costing Queen 50, 30 bob. Yeah. Buying the bulk they buy in. 30 bob and they're charging the punters 8 quid. Mm. A rip off. Not just Queen. We all like Queen. I mean, all them. Springsteen right down. I mean, so don't come to me telling me I'm ripping people. Yeah, I'll rip a Queen off. Yeah. Fucking multi million. Okay, thanks a lot. Good luck. Yeah. I know. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, so it's uh, quite interesting. Though, if you actually just hit uh, YouTube and just type in like Queensland Castle or Queen RTE or something, you'll probably get the... So it goes over about like eight, nine minutes, something like that. Maybe ten oh, minutes, something like that. So cool. Just, just yeah. something different now. <laughs> just aye, wee... worth a giggle, man, definitely. Aye, aye, it's not bad. It's not bad. So interesting things on this tour. I mean, the tour, the, we've got to come up with the set list when we start talking about the, you know, the... the you know the music they they perform on this tour, but you've got uh, a few kind of interesting ones. They do the immigrant song. Mm. I think they do that in uh, Germany. I think it was. I think it's Berlin. Was it? I think it maybe Berlin. Um, they do the immigrant song, um, Led Zeppelin song, and um, Freddie totally fucks it up. He <laughs> gets all the words wrong and all that. And there was a comment on YouTube uh, that somebody left and said that. Robert Plant was getting his own back in Freddy by fucking up the lyrics. Uh-huh. To the aye. <laughs> aye, that's cool. Aye, fair enough. Aye, fair enough. <laughs> But it's, it doesn't go on for long, and Roger's doing that. Ah, but it's not that, you know. So it's, it's quite interesting to hear, you know. It's, it's, it's you know. Um, but they do, uh, they do. A Freddie does in a few, few of the European dates. He does uh, the start of Mustafa. Um, just before, Aye, that's right. Yep. Just before they go into "Who Wants to Live Forever," which is a bit weird. That's a fucking bizarre <laughs> pairing of songs, right there, man. Totally. That's uh, so fucking just, weird. Um, so he just does the, yeah. the intro, yeah. And they do the to do a full version of it 
at a sound trip check in Manchester as That's well. That's right, ah, yeah. Ah, really? Yeah. That would have been cool yeah. to hear, man. I was searching for it to see if there was anyone that recorded a sound ah, check or anything I, just I, to, to hear it, but um, no. Nah. It's interesting that they were doing, doing sound checks. Cause Aye, yep. Was it no Peter Hintz that said that? By that, that point, maybe it was just Fred, a, maybe Freddie and John didn't show up yeah. for sound checks. It was just Brian. Maybe, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. Maybe it was more a line check, and they just they just Aye. blasted that out far. And Freddie didn't even sing it. Possibly, possibly it was just Aye, maybe you know uh, um, instrumental or something. I don't know. Um, they do they do Danny Boy as well in, in Slaying Castle. Um, Brian, I think Brian, Brian incorporates that in his solo. Um, a couple of lines of that, a couple of verses of that. Uh, you've got Tutti Fruity, which they obviously do. It's part of their set anyway, but um, but in uh, Germany, Fish comes on stage and, and does it does it with Queen as well, so that's pretty cool. Um, so Fish, obviously being the singer at the time of Marillion, who were one of the support acts on this tour, and there's quite a few support acts on this tour, quite a lot. Um, but some some of the main ones, Big Country on the on on the, the great tour, band, the ba- great band, the Bangles, um, yeah, NXS, Chris Rea, Chris Rea. Aye, and status quo. So there was there was more. There was the, the alarm as well, and there was other other uh, bands as well. But they were kind of some of the, the main the main ones there. Ga- the Gary team. Moore, I think, uh, supported them. Did he? A did, of did, dates. Oh, right, right. And I, I think in Europe, by ah, right. um, that would ex- oh, well, that would explain the kind of interview in Magic Years then. Or Gary Moore. Magic Years, yeah, yeah. yeah. When he's backstage, backstage. Oh, yeah. ah. I just I just assumed he'd got got a backstage pass or something. I didn't realise he was sh- No, I'm sure he did. He ah, did right, do a couple okay. of dates for him. My so uh, I mean, you could get some pretty tasty lineups going there. You know, have you had Gary Moore say Big Country, Marillion? Oh. And then Queen, yeah. that'd be a festival. Fuck, like a mini, wee Aye, fucking, a mini old bastards festival. Even though they Aye. were probably still in their thirties at that time, but old, old, <laughs> old bastards now. I doubt about it. In fact, today, today Brian is seventy-five. So there Aye. you go. Aye. Happy birthday, Happy Brian! Birthday, Brian. Uh, so I suppose that's that's kind of the that's kind of the, the the background to. To the magic tour, to the tour. So let's talk about let's talk about them. Let's talk about them playing live. I guess the set, how they play, highlights, lowlights. Um, so, do you know what, Joe? I'm going to come to you first, and let's let's talk about. Um, I mean, we don't have to talk about Wembley and Budapest, but we can sort of uh, switch between the two when we're talking about them. But um, just talk, talking about what you've let um, watched and listened to. Um, with Wembley and Budapest, what's your and, thoughts? Um, well, I remember when I was younger, if you'd asked me of the two shows which one I preferred, I would have said Budapest. Mm-hmm. And I know this sounds really silly, but I think it's because it was at night. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. It just more a, it, it looked better and more a vibe. It looked better. Yeah. But as much as, as much as like you know, I, I'm not a fan of Wembley. I think. Wembley's actually a bit better for right. me, anyway. Okay. I think there's, I think there is better things. It is, it's interchangeable. Interchangeable, yeah. yeah, yeah but, but, but I think uh-huh. I used to think that Freddie's voice was was better in Budapest, and in a way, it is. But he plays it safer in Budapest, whereas in in Wembley, he really goes for the high or the high parts and stuff like that. And and it's when he does, for the most part, they sound fucking phenomenal. They sound amazing. Well, 
Well, it's interesting when you're mentioning about Freddie and the Wembley one going for the high parts because uh, Lynn shared a video with us um, on the the when they redid the audio for. Oh, aye, there's a couple of bits aye, that they, aye, they they're, fixed. They've, aye. they've pitch shifted him way up when when he's going low and stuff. So they've they've manipulated his voice on it, um, which is disappointing. Just just present it as it is, man. You know, aye, it's, absolutely, it's, you know, it's man, absolutely disappointing. So, but uh, sorry, Joe, carry on. But that might that might very well be the case. But I, I just think, like in general, I think. He performs. It, it just looks more into it, and I think it's because it's a home gig. It's a home show for him. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just looks that wee bit more into it in Wembley. Um, <clears throat> sets pretty much identical. You know, what I mean, there's there's not really that much in it, really. Um, but I mean, Wembley for me, like I said at the start, I mean, it, if you didn't, if you hadn't seen Wembley before, you know, and we're slagging it to a degree, and you know, somebody put it on, they'd be like, the first four songs, they'd be like, fucking hell, man, this is this is excellent. Because when they come out, they come out and really boot you in the balls. Do you know what I mean? And it's it's strong. You know, it's like real good rockers one after another. That's and, a Rogers um, quote, isn't it? Um, blind and deafening them in the first ten minutes. Aye, you know, mm. that's, that was his kind of. That's what he aye. said. You know, just so. And I, and I think that's essentially what they're aye. doing on this too. Aye, I mean they're kicking ass in those those first four songs. Do you know what I mean? It, like it's Queen is a is a heavy rock band, and then yeah. and then almost immediately after that, like I was saying, just becomes. A hit machine, you know, it's a kind of magic, and and when they do that intro in Wembley, it's a kind of magic, and you know, it's the the all this atmospheric noise, and Freddie yeah. starts singing, it's a kind of magic. the crowd fucking roar, yeah. whereas they don't roar that way to this to the other songs, not not to that extent. So again, that just reinforces the whole thing that you were talking about about like most of those folk are there to hear the the hits, yeah. the the current hits at the time. Well, that's um, the thing. I mean, I mean, in, in the lap of the gods, you'll get Brian picking out the the chords, you know. And, I know, but, and there's no a roar for the crowd or and anything. Then, and then it goes, and then oh, it goes, it's so easy, and and then and he's out crass. Yeah. Ah, you know, then a kind of magic, you know, fucking and then, roar. And as soon as it goes, it's a kind of, it's yeah, you know. You know, and and that's 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 there's your proof right there. Aye, you know that, that aye. if you needed because if you needed proof, yeah, imagine, you need break down the audience was there. Yeah. That's right aye. there. Small, small groups of old Queen fans and amongst aye, you know totally. a sea of aye. indifferent people, you know. Yeah. Aye. Like, fucking yes. We're only here to see three songs, so. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um But I mean but Wembley and I mean, get back to Budapest as well, but Wembley specifically, you know, it's such a f- fucking bloated set, man. It's so bloated. They, they they play you know they play about seven cover songs maybe even more yeah. than that actually man I'm like Queen of at this point have got what what they've got thirteen albums out at this point something like that and yeah. they decided to, to to use up a good forty five minutes of their set you know if you include Brian's guitar solo and it's all fucking shit that from other it's old just, rock and roll songs yes yeah, just p- pissing about ah, it's fucking it's just, about you know it's and it's like what what the fuck is this to me is it a, is it a lack of confidence in your own material yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know that's what it, that's what that says to me you know they're playing all these yeah. stupid old fucking rock and roll songs when they could be playing you know they could be playing things like mustafa and fucking you know, dead on time or some, you know, some shit like that. Do you know what I mean? It's like, but that's the thing. It doesn't even need to be that fucking deep cut. It could be no, but aye, exactly. somebody to love or fucking, aye, aye, you know, exactly. You know, aye, aye, you know, play, play the game, fucking, you know, play the, aye, aye, play the game. Just, you know, for aye, anything like that. You know what I mean? Because yeah. um, you know, uh, you know, greatest hits had shifted a few. Aye, yeah. um, Killer Queen, but by, by this time, you no, know, no Killer um, Queen, and, and today as well, as well as being Brian's birthday, it surpassed the seven million mark. 
Queen's Greatest Hits. Oh, and uh, making and it the, the biggest selling aye. album in the UK. Aye, aye, that's right, aye. But, uh, that's because they keep fucking re-releasing it. Over aye. and over <laughs> and fucking over again. Yeah. Aye. Literally flogging a fucking amazing but co- bit dead horse. But cunts aye. buy it, but so fair play, man. But, uh, aye, because people want yeah. fucking five different versions of it. Aye. I mean, and... Get back, sorry, I'll shut up if you want news, you can start talking about the no, shit. But, uh, but uh, just another point about the, the, the whole thing is, you know, there's the sanitisation of Brian's guitar tone in this mm-hmm. tour. Um, <laughs> it's, it's so, so obvious, you know, he's... he's I, I I think before I thought he didn't have as much gain on his amp, but I don't think what he's do, he, he was doing that. What I think he was doing, he was rolling the volume button back on his guitar. Yeah. Because... There's, death there's lots. Less, he's on his volume yeah, yeah, all the yeah, time. Co- constantly. Aye. And again, this is this is to, to to not offend the the new fans. Do you know what I mean? Because all the old fans are fucking rock rockers. Do you know what I mean? They want to hear the old Queen, but it's really noticeable. And the reason that I was like, yeah, he's definitely doing that is because see when he does his guitar solo, his fucking mm-hmm. guitar tones heavy as fuck. Thick, yeah. And then it cuts back to when they start playing the songs, and it, it's totally dialed back, man. So there's mm-hmm. a very very convoluted, you know, and contrived thing that Brian did there to basically appease people you know that weren't typically you know Queen fans so to me that, that the whole fucking thing just reeks of that you know and yeah. and that's why it never I like you guys said it's no it's not my it's not my Queen do you know what I mean yeah it just isn't man and you know um you know are we saying they're selling out we are kind of um and and you know they went into the studio and they came out with a miracle and to me that's most of that's selling out as well because that's no queen either. It's just you know, shite for the most part. Pandering, pandering to I don't even know what people that like food fights. In I would, face. I, I would, I, I think they're two different beasts. I'll be honest because I think the Magic Tour is very much a commercial venture. They knew f- they were fully aware of the money that could be made. You know, on that on that tour because they, you know, um, live aid the year before, and so I think they, you know, and and listen, any any band that kicked ass at that gig would have done exactly the same thing, exactly the same thing. Anybody mm. that came out there, being the heroes of the day, that were at that point, people thought Queen were finished anyway. These old rockers for the seventies, you know, um, that's the way a lot of people viewed them apparently at that time, and um, you know. It, if that had been if that had been dire straits that came out and and absolutely fucking annihilated the place, you know, and for whatever reason, they they would have been doing the same thing the year later, you know, fucking Aye. playing stadiums and all that, and, and I know they were fucking huge in their own right anyway, but you know what I mean? It's mm. it's uh, and you know, Brothers in Arms was fucking huge anyway. So I mean, they 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 yeah. big they a bigger album yeah. the Queen anyway, it you was, know, to be it, honest. It but was it, it was the uh, you're you're right. It was the prevailing kind of. Thing yeah. where bands were, were basically sanitising their, their, their own their own material product. Yeah, because yeah. we get to that point when I think of Wembley filtering it. When I think of Wembley Stadium for gigs in the eighties, when when that comes into my head, I think of I think of Michael Jackson. I think of Queen. I think of Simple Minds. And at that Very point, commercial. Simple Minds were, were were really watering down their sound, getting oh, more, majorly, you yeah, know, yeah, getting yeah. more 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 along those U two kind of, you know, U two and other popular. band. I think of you popular, know, I, exactly. Right. So, so, uh, you know, uh, Queen weren't the only band doing this kind of absolutely. But when it's your band, it's a band you love. It it, mm. it, it does affect you more than you know. Let Aye. these other bands do what they want to do. But when it's your band and 
Aye. and they're, they're doing that. You know, know that I was there at the time, but retrospectively looking back, and it, it just as they excite as a period, a period, and um, because it does feel very much um, like they were chasing chasing the coin. But in terms of the miracle, come back to that point. In terms of the miracle, I think the miracle. Be, to be honest, I'll be honest. I don't think they were trying to chase sales. I think it I was think just, the songs were just bad. I, I think they just thought it was the best they could do. To be honest. And, mm. and and it wasn't because they they, they they weren't together as a band. They they didn't come back together until a new endo. Um and that had been the first time since probably the game or something, you know, where you the band work it, you know, together. Actually, yeah, you know together. <coughs> Excuse me. So I think uh-huh. the I don't think the miracle is the same beast. I don't think it was necessarily chasing success, but it, the sound of it sounds like it is. it's very it's very, very polished. Yeah. But 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 coming back to these gigs, I mean, um, yeah, when when you, you know, when you listen to the first few songs, then you're like, yeah, yeah, this is a this is a band high on energy. It's you know, it's 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 it, they're rocking, you know, um, you know, one vision opens up and you know, tie your mother down and um, seven seas awry, tear it up, you know, in the lap of the gods, you're thinking, I <laughs> fucking excellent start, eh? Mm-hmm. No, lulling you into that false sense of security, you know. It's um, and and that's that's what it is. And 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 even when Freddie sings, you know, it's, it's nice to hear Freddie's kind of eighties voice singing in the lap of the gods, actually, because he's got that thickness. Hello, aye. I mean, he goes, mm-hmm. you know, they're so funny. I sounds that really, like, oh, yeah, yeah. That bit's yeah. fucking brilliant. So that is, I just wish they'd have played more of it because they only played a wee bit of it. And then mm-hmm. I think it's like Seven Seas or I after that, doesn't it? Um. And uh, yeah, so it, it, it does start off off really well, and and bang when it when it gets to kind of magic, that's when it really starts to kind of really fall away for me. Um, but the but the one thing I would say is is, is Freddie's voice is suffering on on Wembley. I, you know, you're talking about him pushing himself. At, at times, I don't think it's necessarily good to listen to it at certain moments. Later on in the set, I agree. Later on in the set, it's worse. But but even early on, there's bits where his his voice is so raspy. And it's not that raspy is like pushing it to get a raspy sound. It's it's his voice is knackered. Mm. And yeah. you know, there's a difference between pushing your voice to get that, that extra bit of grit and there's a difference between your voice just being not quite on it. Rough aye. And rough. I mean not quite on it. When you when you listen to it, even even the unedited version of the gig, he still sounds fucking he's still aye. he's Freddy, it's like still great. I'm not you know, I'm splitting hair, hairs here in some ways, but it's it's yeah. It's, sometimes it's, it's, it does feel like he, he is struggling to get the get the notes out. And where I, where I was, I would agree that I, I would I, I would disagree slightly with yourself, Joe, because I do think he sings better on Budapest because I think he's he, he he sounds smoother, and I think Aye. that's a difference. I mean, he is pushing it on Wembley, and, and it's got the grit and it's got Aye. the attitude maybe probably that's why more. I'm, I'm favourite yeah but as a, as a singing performance I think Budapest is better because when he's singing these songs are smooth it's the Freddie voice and I like Freddie oh voice me as well I, I, like, yeah. I like hearing oh, don't mm. get me wrong I love giving me the price I love when he's just screaming <laughs> his fucking head off. but that's that's that control screaming to get the grit and yeah. get the and, and really push it as a singer whereas live I mean even in Budapest about halfway through the set in Budapest his voice starts to go as well into that kind of aye. same aye. territory aye. so but I think, I think in, in fairness, they, they are playing better on this tour than they did on the Watts tour. The Watts tour, they were ropey at times, Aye. I think, and, and that's because of everything that was going on, you know, and we, we talked about that on the Watts podcast. But I think as a, as a tight unit, they got their, they, they were much tighter, and they got themselves back together again, and from that point of view, from a performance point of view, so I would give them that, certainly, mm-hmm. on this. Um, 
But uh, I get really see see from like that impromptu on Wembley and oh, it's oh, fucking boring, man. See from that point onwards, I actually genuinely, I, I the boring's the word. That's the word I've got down here. I got, yeah. I actually got bored and I was really struggling to finish the rest of the gig. I even though, it. even though like later on, there's there's some really good moments. I mean, how to fall at Wembley's particularly ah, it's good. good. It's really mm-hmm. really good. Gaga's really good. It, Crazy, sorry as well. Ah, aye. Aye, yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and. Um, but it was a struggle. It was a real struggle to, to get to the end. Um, and uh, I mean, but this this moment, I mean, this, this, the guitar solo in Hammer to Fall, I think, is is, is brilliant. When he does that extended Aye. solo, it's it's just um, class. And Spike Edney coming out and just looking shite, ruining it. Um, <sighs> his beard gut just has presence, just fucking annoying. <laughs> I don't know. It's just. <laughs> It's just fucking. And he's doing that. He's doing the fucking honky tonk piano and fucking uh, crazy see, thing is that just like, fucking, shut up. Is that shut fucking pishy fucking pink t shirt with the braces. What's that all about? I know, man. Some um, Miami Vice cunt. But I've uh, but I've just put down here, like, you know, big big spender. I mean, I've just nah, put, I've just put, I've just put really, and I've just I mean I know it's saying the gig is fatiguing. It just it just drains yeah towards the end. It loses all the energy. So I think do you know we come back to your point, Paul, about you know if he had a time machine and took us back um to see Queen and you go go for a pint for you would, forty five minute you would, pish, you would pish go, rest. You would go, but I honestly cause, cause let's face it, you're going as soon as you hear it's a kind of man, right? <laughs> where's the bar? Aye, cause you would know what the set list is, I <laughs> exactly. But, aye. but even, you know, all that aside, I mean I think because you're in a stadium. Stadium gigs are shit for the most part. I've been, nah, I've been a couple of stadium gigs that have been good, you know, um, but they're not many. They're not particularly good anyway. Um, you'd have been standing fucking miles away for the stage. So eventually, when they when they when they start to get past that first bit, I think you would have been kind of like just looking a bit. I, 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 oh, I, 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 you know, I okay. I mean, you know, Freddie's in the same fucking stadium as me right now. You know, singing up there. But I think, I think you would have went through waves. I think you would have had a lot of lows and and a, oh, it's picking up again and oh, fuck, it's a way of doing again yeah. and and right. I, and I think it would have been a very frustrating and and I, and I think that's why I was so tired listening to it, um, a lot of the time yeah, um, right. and watching it. Um, to be honest, but and and that and that's not that. And that's not Queen. Uh, no, no, not no, 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 at all. Not previous tours, no. Li- Never get bored. No, no. Live killers. That's yep. what they did. They fucking killed. Slayed you live. Aye. Aye, you know, uh, with very little respite. You know, a couple of slow, slow numbers in the middle. But fucking, you know. Aye, kicking your ass pretty much. Aye. Uh, this is just bloated and, yeah, just, I don't know. Pandering to who, I don't know. Because yeah. I suppose something that... Does he like music? Knows what Jailhouse Rock is, I guess. I don't um, know. I'm not that's, that's a fair point. You know? Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but and you know, if, if Freddie's struggling with his voice, why the fuck add add more in? Aye, half an hour to the set or whatever yeah, yeah. it is, you know. Yeah, singing some some other good songs. Aye, you know, I don't I, ugh, whatever, you know. Maybe because they're easier to sing than his. Maybe could, could be, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. possibly. Yeah. I mean, I think see, see, be honest, see, see, in Tutti Frutti, see when Brian plays the soul, the guitar bit. Oh, it, it's really tasty. It's, it's really good. Uh, I, it's really I, good. You know, I, it's, he does play it well. He I, does play it well. A lot of attitude yeah. and, and and speed. As but well. then, but then, did, I mean, they did it in the seventies, obviously. The you know the Hammersmith ah, gig, right, aye, stupid yeah. Cupid, and ah, uh, the Rock, the Rock Roll Medley, aye. Big spender, aye, yeah, aye. 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 But, but it's just, it's just because, like, like if they did it for like ten minutes, you'd be like, right, okay. Aye. But 
they do about six of those songs and then they fucking fire in a guitar solo it's yeah. about a good Aye. what ten, 10 minutes long do you know what Aye, I mean exactly. come on exactly I mean it's it's just it's a it's a pretty baffling baffling choice uh, you know the set list it's, it's, uh, to be honest um, well what we're going to do is but, um, we're going to hear from Richard right now because Richard was actually at the Nebworth gig um, he was there at Queen's last ever gig as a young a young boy um, so let's hear from Richard right now Hi guys, it's uh, Richard here. Um, I was lucky enough to go to Nebworth back in 1986. I was age 15 and my brother was uh, instrumental in persuading my parents that, I sh- uh, that he'd look after me. So I'm very grateful to him. So here's a big shout out to Stu. The main, my main memory of the day, uh, there's some really positive memories, but one of the aspects I'd like to talk about is what I call give me the prize syndrome. This is when you spend the whole time thinking that a particular song is going to come along and it turns out it isn't on the set list so that is my lesson for life don't wish away the time thinking something particular is going to happen have i learned that lesson no i haven't but that's the lesson i'm going to say to you give me the prize as it was my favorite song my other memories basically are the fantastic beginning of one vision uh which i always like and maybe i was also thankful that uh Queen were finally on after spending eight hours in a dusty, sunny field. Um, I do also remember the atmosphere and and the, and the sort of and the sea of hands for Radio Gaga, which was uh, that was you know fantastic, really great. So those are my main memories. I remember it went pitch black at the end, so God knows how we found my parents' car. But there we go. That's it. Those those are my memories. I am so glad I was there at Nebworth. But over and out. Aye, so that was Richard who had the uh, the privilege of seeing Queen's last ever show. So, cheers, Richard. Nice one, Richard. Cheers, Richard, mate. Sorry, um, you never get your prize, but you know, yeah. So um, Richard wanted give me the prize. So obviously, in nineteen eighty six, we didn't have the internet to to check all the set lists beforehand and see 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 if it's worthwhile buying a ticket or. That would have been fucking amazing, <laughs> man. Yeah, like three quarters of the venue would have just left. <laughs> I would have needed. To, I would. I would have had to have been the very last song they did. They did because his voice would have been shredded after. Ah, yes, easy, aye. That's very true because I don't think you could have matched that power. Aye, it's on that eye. But no, there's no give me the prize. But that brings me to the point. Actually, um, is there any other songs on a kind of magic that you would have wanted to have heard live? I mm. uh, one year I love. I would have liked to have heard that. Yeah, could have been quite interesting. Definitely take that over Friends Will Be Friends because that song's fucking horse shit. Oh, aye. Yeah. But give me the prize, aye, definitely. Aye, obviously. Aye. Prince is the Universe, obviously. Aye, Prince is the Universe. Give me the prize. And maybe one year of love. Aye, aye. I would go with that. Aye. I don't want. I mean, are paying us so close to pleasure just for the whole laughing of the fucking situation? Aye, aye. Just so you can piss yourself at it. Aye. But I mean, the. To be fair, uh, I think, and especially Wembley, I think Who Wants to Live Forever is fucking excellent, aye, man. Freddie sings it really well. It's very good, Be- Beautifully mm-hmm. sang, man, you know. Yeah. Uh, great, really good rendition of it, man. Yeah, absolutely. Um, aye, there would have been a few tracks, you know. And, and it's kind of bizarre, because Princess Universe, you'd have thought would have been one that they would have done. You know, that, that kind of, aye, I don't, I for know. some reason, that kind of makes sense to me for them to play live. Um, you know, on this it's quite anthemic and aye, anthemic aye, and aye, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like that. It's a, it's a, it's a stadium. Aye, rock song. Aye. It's like a big, big yeah. and aye, yeah, aye, absolutely. Yeah. Aye. Um, 
But Budapest, I do prefer Budapest overall, and I think, and I and I do agree with you, Joe. I think Freddie is more into it in Wembley, and I think it is a you know it's his hometown and and you mm-hmm. know home show and all the rest of it, and 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 yeah. So I think there probably is a bit more effort. It looks a bit more composed, a bit more focused in the Budapest gig. Um, to Aye, me, it does. You know. Um, and and it looks better. I mean, Budapest as a video looks mm. looks Aye, because looks it's actually better. a film that's filmed on nah, proper film, filmed, and nah. and the Blu-ray at looks night. fantastic. And it's at night, like you say, so you've got that contrast yeah. and the lighting and and everything. And and but but Freddie, I, I, for me, does sing better. Um, but the um, the guitars actually don't sound as good as Wembley. The guitars sound worse on Budapest. That's that's the thing. Aye, it's they're weird. weaker. They're, they're weaker again, Aye. which is disappointing. Um, and and there's a bit when Freddie does you know the Freddie does his kind of calling response, but they oh, you know the the play with the crowd and all that. Um, it's he, he tempers a bit. He doesn't kind of quite go up for it and go the way he does in Wembley. And I'm actually all right with that because if he's going to do that, it'll keep his voice more intact for the rest of the, Aye, the actual show. You Aye, know, and, and but. Um, <laughs> just a couple of things I just noticed. I mean, John's still licking his fingers. You know, like the way he did. Yeah. The, he's, still, he's still licking his fingers when he's playing with his, with his fingers on the bass, which is cool. Um, and when Brian does his solo and the lights come down and it's all dark, he's not a cool-looking guy. I mean, some people say that oh, Brian's cool. He's not, nah, he's not he's cool. cool he's never been cool. There's some images... How dare you? There's been some images of the guy, you know, when he had the beard and I all that. Cool he as fuck. Cool, I, you know. I like Tori. And he does... But that's... But that's when he was really depressed, so you're, you're saying basically he looked the coolest when Well, most people look the coolest when they're depressed. At the lowest. Definitely, aye. Definitely. <laughs> that's true. And Lane Staley's in the Unplugged. He looks cool as fuck. He's looking at the shades on. Aye, aye. 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 he's, got, he's got like three fingers. Aye. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> you got any gloves on to hide them, wouldn't he? <laughs> um, he looks cool. He does look aye. cool, man. That is true. That, that heroin chic. Exactly, man. So... But no, he's like he's not he's not cool, right? Well, we'll accept that. But he looks cool, and that's because when he's you know when the lights are coming down, yeah. and he looks like a fucking guitar god. Now I mean, at that point, you know, you're like ah, mm. okay, yep, yep. Uh, but no, it's it's, uh, and I think I think it kind of. I, I, I like Budapest because I, can, I think it kind of works with those inserts. Aye, it does. Yeah, it it kind of does. Aye, because, aye. Well, well, one thing is it takes away all that fucking rock and roll medley pish that they actually play it. Budapest aye, exactly. And that's aye, aye, part aye, of the film. Exactly. You know, um, you only get Tutti Fruity, I think, um, on, in Budapest and the rest is all aye. been taken out. And I think they were talking about, I think uh, Rhys Thomas and then the, the notes for Budapest was talking about they wanted to restore the full gig. But they didn't have the extra footage, which I'm all right with, because I think just leave just it leave as it, it is, because it actually works. It flows so much better. Totally. And um, if, if going back to Paul's point at the start, for me, if I was going back to Magic, the Magic Tour, I would put Budapest on before I put anything on. Um, aye. Because aye, I don't aye, know the aye. the Budapest crowds. It seems like they they have probably worked their asses off to get the fucking money to yeah. go. Whereas, whereas Wembley's just yeah, yeah, stick it on the credit card and we'll pop along to the hottest ticket, you know, and and, and that kind of aye, shit, you know, you know. So again, I'm projecting things on it. I get it. I know. I I know that. I accept that. Aye. But um, but probably the crowd of the best would have been all the entitled cunts and the communist party and their ah, children. True. Aye, aye. Just the equivalent, aye. you know. Ah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Alright, alright. Fuck. Prick. <laughs> I'm sure it was 70,000 factory workers it was man, the proletariat uh, it was a proletariat <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so 
there, there's a wee thing that pissed me off, but um, and I, I don't know what gig it was. This is Brian. Before um, as this the world we created, um, so he says this is something that we, we were in Munich, and we saw on the news art- article about the starving people, and and we wrote this song. This was before Live Aid, and, 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 and oh well, yeah. fucking oh, done, oh, 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 fucking back, you know, great. I mean, you start to score points. You know, it's, it's know, like you know, fuck off. It's not a competition. Oh, we knew about the starving people before, before they, they did. did. Exactly. Uh, just, <laughs> it just comes across like fucking ridiculous. And and uh, as so was, uh, I don't remember any of the proceeds for the royalties to that song going to any charity. Do you guys? Do you? Cause I, I went to the NF. Aye. <laughs> Combat eighteen. Aye. <laughs> Um, but you know, so and, and that annoyed me because I remember when all their their albums. Um, I remember seeing a quote, and again, this was Brian again. When all their albums were hitting the charts, hitting the top forty and top ten and top twenty after Live Aid, um, and there was that kind of point being made. You know, are you going to donate any of this to, you know, to Live Aid because or to Band Aid or whatever it would have been the, the charity name? Um, we're not in the charity business, you know, was his, his response, oh, you know. Fuck. So, Aye. Um, Unbelievable, man. But I think that's the thing, you're, you're capitalists, gonna accept it. Don't pretend Aye, don't, that don't you're don't fucking not. Aye. Just accept it. You, you like making money. And, and just accept Aye. it and don't fucking, you know, don't, don't tar- Dress it up with something else, Aye. Absolutely. Um, so, do you know how in the, the Budapest gig, um, do you remember the bit where Roger's got a jumper on and it's like, one of the merchandise, a kind of magic. Yeah, it's them with the, oh, the aye, cartoons. The, the, the little dance. Aye, 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 yeah. he's playing that. Well, Leighton owns it. He actually ah, owns, really? the, owns the jumper, so um, cool, he's going to tell us all about it right now. Yeah, I am uh, an incredibly lucky and somewhat smug motherfucker who happens to own the Magic Tour sweatshirt, as worn by the Roger Taylor on. Queen's last tour. Um, it's the, the the white one that he wore for the uh, sort of acoustic tutti frutti Hammer Fall sort of part of the gig um, that's been immortalised on the, the the Budapest film. Um, and it came to me from a friend who has known Spike since school days. And how it came into her possession, I've no idea. I, I don't think she knows. To be fair. She just found it having a massive clear out one time and sent it up out of the blue with a little note saying, thought you might like this. Um, and if you don't, you can always use it to clean the car. Uh, so, no, no, uh, I like it. Thank you very much. And it's uh, been washed. So she apologised that I couldn't clone Roger. There were no remnants of his DNA in there. And uh, it, it it sits proudly uh, on my living room wall, framed and signed to me, uh, and and I know how tremendously fortunate I am uh, to have it. I I do not look upon it lightly. I see it every day. It makes me smile every time I look at it, and I appreciate that I'm an incredibly fortunate individual. Nice one, Leighton. That's um, like I say, and I know we don't have much love for the for the Magic Tour, but um, it's still cool that. But I, I would uh, absolutely love cool to. Story, I would man. absolutely love to own that. <laughs> you I know, um, but uh, yeah, no, no, nice, nice bit of memorabilia. Very jealous, and he's the man. He's actually worn the shirt that 
that Roger wears in the back of the the game or the inner sleeve of the game. The game. Ah, he's, he's, he's had that because right. his mate, his mate, I think his mate won it at an auction and he had to get a chance to try it on as well. No way. And he got so, a picture. Ask him for a picture. Ah, uh, you know, I think it was one of the ones he tried on, but you know, it doesn't belong to him kind of thing, you know. But uh, but um, but I don't know if he, maybe he has got a picture if he has. Uh, if he has got a picture, that'd be got, cool, man. Get it. Got up. a picture later, I, I share it with us. But um, no, nice one, Leighton. Thanks for that. Um, one thing that popped in my head as well, and I don't know what you think. See, see if Queen had kept going, you know, and and you know, tour after tour after tour. It's when I was watching when I was watching these gigs and Bohemian Rhapsody comes on, and you've got that middle section, and they obviously go off stage as they always did, and except obviously the Night of Opera tour, which they put in, uh, March of the Black Queen and Killer Queen in, you know, is you know in the middle section instead of actually. But you know, after mm-hmm. that, they started obviously just playing the tape. Um and um, I I kind of thought, how did they solve that? I I think that must that would have probably frustrated them after a while. I think they went, we leave the stage and we just show that this on the screen all the time. And how do we how do we actually solve this? So I think they would have probably I think a good idea would have been getting like a local fucking top notch um orchestral choir or something to come in and, and you know every 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 gig they get that choir and they do that section I just think that would have been something that would have been cool something, like different something as different well, as well like. no, something to almost solve mm-hmm. that problem you know like we, we're not going to do it but let's get it live let's get somebody else mm-hmm. doing, it, doing that bit live because obviously you'll right. get 30 people on the stage and you'll give it a, you know I don't know anyway just Ah, just pop, makes sense. popped it in my head anyways I was watching that you know how did they solve that problem but, um, I mean what do they do now they probably still do the same shit now don't they I actually I don't know man um, that's a good good, good point that's actually so, uh... that's a good point aye they probably will I mean I know their stage set I mean I've seen like pictures and all that and like like clips and all that I mean it yeah, does look it so... does look pretty cool does look, big crown nah, it's just, that moves up yeah, down, it's, uh... it's a show and fair enough it's too bad it yeah. sounds like a bag of shit aye it's not for me mate it's not for me. No, it's not my queen. Not for me either, mate. <laughs> not my queen either, Hashtag mate. not my queen. Not my queen. Not my queen, aye. <laughs> you heard it here first. Aye. <laughs> um, exactly. Um, anything else? I think we're, I think we've rattled through this much quicker than I fucking thought well, we were going to. So. Uh, do we, we speak about the actual stage set? The way it looks no, and all right, that. I, I know, I know, I know Ratty, but, you know, spoke about it and said he, he didn't like it and all that. But... I, I was watching Wembley today, the, the the video, and even when Freddie's up on, you know, behind Roger on the kind of walkway and all that, he's going by the backdrop and there's big, huge gaps. You can see this the scaffolding and all that. Aye, the, aye, you know, and you're like, for fuck's sake, you know, the amount of money you're spent, you can't get a decent fucking backdrop. You aye, know, what, you know the, the, the black drapes, you know. Fucking hell, you know, and, and then you see him and he's round the side and it's the same again, scaffolding sting now, you're like, you know, come I on, know. you know. I, I think he was kind of like that in the works tour and all, was it no? It I probably think was, they're, but, they're, they're, they're but you're, you're, like you're thinking, well, you know, you've you spent all this money and I think at the time was the biggest stage anyone oh, well, had ever had. Uh, the Watts tour looked impressive. I think, I think uh, you know, Peter said that, yeah, you know, Peter he said, said that, that you know, the, lighting, the lighting rig is fucking insane. You know, I mean, on the, the watch tour, you know, the... yeah, and it, and it just seemed like a huge amount of lights, but it still seemed dead dark as well. Yeah, Aye, yeah. yeah. the, the lights are all light. turned in, in towards the like the back of the stage or something like that, you know, rather than you know in the middle and out the way, you know. So and and there was there was there was one point in Wembley where it, it, the stage is completely dark, and I think it's when Brian's doing his solo. There's a long shot. 
and it's you just can't even so see like, him. Tiny, yeah, yeah. tiny yeah. white spit there's no even a spotlight on him you're like what the oh, what the fuck's going on yeah. man you know I, I got, uh, going, for, going for being well known for having an amazing light show to basically having like yeah. a really shit and, light and, show and, and as you said David Budapest looks a lot better because it's it's on film and all that um, but it also looks better because as we said it's dark and the, the lights have got more of a chance to Aye. be effective Work. you know um, I quite like the addition of those uh, those flames at the side of the stage as well in Budapest lit kind of lamps um, yeah you know, and, the, and the balloon as well every now and again ah, would right, kind of yeah. light up yep. and yeah Aye. Aye. that was pretty cool um, but I mean I, I, I think I remember hearing from somewhere um, that originally it was meant to be Prince's uh, set designer that that was going to do the magic tour. That was actually going to ah, put right, it together, right, and, right. and yeah. actually Prince called him back, and um, you know, so he end up end up back with Prince basically before the chance to can I do it kind of thing. So so might have been yeah. might have been different, you know, because I know Freddie was you know a big Prince fan and stuff. So I don't know if it came mm. from that or something, and he saw something he liked or something. I don't know, but. Obviously, we've talked about the set list a little bit, and and I thought it'd be quite fun to sort of talk about um, the set list two years before at Wembley Arena, and then you'll kind of ah yeah yeah <laughs> let's let's see if we'll we, see our massive let's contrast see, here. Let's see if we notice a difference <laughs> and some similarities as you would expect. But so we've got tear it up, tie your mother down, under pressure, somebody to love, killer queen, seven seas of rye, keep yourself alive, liar, it's a hard life, stay in power. Dragon Attack, Now I'm Here, Is This the World oh. We Created, Love of My Life, Stone Cold Crazy, Great King Rat, mm. <laughs> Hammer to <laughs> Fall, The Other One Bites the Dust, Crazy Little Thing, Gaga, you know, and it goes on. No, it's, and it, 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 Aye, there's no, there's no fucking, no poxy fucking 45 old rock and roll classics fired <laughs> no, in exactly. there. You know, so. And a guitar solo that goes on for two weeks. Aye, well, that, the guitar solo will always go on for two weeks, right enough, you know. I mean, doesn't matter what you know, to be fair. But, Aye, but, but, but I bet. But I did anyway. done me other stuff that should have been there. I know what you mean. I, f- I, f- I forgot to mention this earlier. Just going back to the, you know, talking about guitars and stuff like that. Um, there's a wee bit and crazy little thing on Wembley um, where Freddie obviously has got the Telecaster. But, but he, um, he's, he's just kind of arsing about while Brian's doing his uh, solo and there's a bit where he, he, he's pretending to do one of the uh, pit rakes right you know, aye ah, yeah, that's right yep yep <laughs> I, I, that's the first time I, I, oh, I mean I I've, I've seen the video many times ah. but the first time I never actually noticed it he's like ah, you know he's a mischievous look in his face and he's like ah. <laughs> you know with yeah. a pit slide ah. oh, I never noticed uh, that pretty cool man I mean, I think I, I think some of his some of his uh, some of his patter patter I'll, I'll say it hard to patter, uh, patter was uh, was pretty good on this tour, you know. Um, ah, he's, he's on stage banter with his top drawer, right? Well, this is this is what he says before another one bites the dust. This was at Nebworth. Um This next song calls for a boogie. I mean, it means I throw my cunt around the stage even more than I've done. <laughs> there you go, man. So, uh, but uh, gold. Aye. So, um, for me, it's 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 been interesting, much like the Watts tour. I think I I, I learned more in the Watts tour. I'd say probably looking at what happened on that. There was a few things that really surprised me, and and um, it was a tour I didn't know much song about choices. it. And, you know, song choices and things like that. And I've learned a wee bit more about this tour. You know, just looking at it, but it's it's not intrigued me that much. I have to say. Um, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing out of the ordinary. I mean, I mean, the the, the biggest re- revelation about this period was when when Peter said there was more dates booked. Uh, 
Um, I know, the states, the states. possibly in the US, aye, aye. Aye. you know, because obviously they had to plan ahead. Was, you know, they had, to, they had to plan months in ahead. So obviously, um, you know, Jerry mm. Stickles had uh, had you know dates lined up in, in the states after this. Because because I, I think as 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 we said, you know, it, I think I made the point. That, you know, on that podcast, that you you think after Live Aid, you know, because because America saw that too, and whether it res, I don't know. Maybe that's a question for Doug and Lynn, because we've not actually done a Live Aid podcast. I mean, I think that's one that we probably should do. Just talk about that performance. I know it's been talked to death. You know, it's it's, you know, it's probably a million YouTube videos and, and podcasts about the Queen's Live Aid performance, but. You know, we might do that as a wee bonus episode or something um, one yeah. day, you know, because obviously a 20-minute set, you know, and, and we can just, you know, discuss that and discuss how we feel about it. But um, but that's maybe one for Doug and, and Lynn. How, did that really, did Queen's set in America really resonate the way it did sort of in Europe? Aye. You know, maybe it didn't. Maybe it could have went under the radar until later years when people dug it out. Aye. And I don't know. Um, I'm no idea. Maybe because the I. time of the day they were on, what were they on? It was 20 past six or something, wasn't it? Something like yeah. that. Um, so I mean about yeah 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 in Philadelphia yeah you know at that right, time I, so well whenever you are in America in, some, in, I suppose well, it depends uh, where you are uh, yeah yeah uh, absolutely uh, so uh, so I don't know um, that's that's you know that's maybe a, a, a question that, yeah. that Doug and uh, Lynn could tell the, the only person uh, American person I've ever heard and, and let's face it he's got a fucking opinion and everything that was Dave Grohl talking about it uh, he says he was watching it with his pals and they were prepared very well prepared to laugh at Queen because of right, old, yeah. old guys yeah. and all that, and then they, they were like fucking hell. That was amazing, you know. Ah, he's just hanging fucking out. Dave Grohl laughing at fucking Queen. Uh. He's peace. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, if it did resonate the way it, we think it resonated with us, the rest of the world at the time, then you know, there's, there's no reason why they couldn't go to America again Aye. and say, Do you know what, mm. we're going to play Madison Square Garden well, again, and we're going to, you know, there must have been feelers. There must have been feelers. Oh, I don't know. They must have the stickles must have put feelers out. Ah, yeah, yeah. And they wouldn't even consider that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I think it was almost ah, you just I'll, I'll just book the the gigs and then till Freddie decides he's not in a huff with America anymore, you know, and and then we'll go and do right. it, you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, that was that that's interesting. But yeah, this tour, yeah, I, I, it's not one. I'm, I mean, I have the I have the the double record of live at Wembley, and I think it's worth. A reasonable bit, a bit of money, and I don't have the rainbow gig on vinyl, so I'm 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 at the point where I'm probably going to try and swap with someone. Yeah, get that sold and get <laughs> get that other because I know because you know the 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 rainbow gig's expensive as well um, to get these days. But you know it's it's that that's how I kind of feel about it. I'm not. I used to be a completist where I would need to have absolutely everything of my favourite bands. I'm not like that anymore. I've grown up and. You know, I've, certain things, yeah, there's, there's certain albums I've sold that, and I've got reasonable amounts of money for them because I would never listen to them again because they're not good pieces mm. of work. Um, and I'm running out of fucking space anyway, so <laughs> so fucking else. Actually, funnily enough, man, uh, one of the really bad winters a few years back, I mean, it was really bad, and uh, I couldn't find a scraper for my van uh, to scrape the the wind the windshield, <laughs> and I actually used um, live magic to scrape the fucking. Ah, ice off my windscreen. Yes, mate. 
No, Jen up. They did. No, I'm just did. saying, yeah, it's fucking. Aye. I was like, because ah, I fucking yes. hate it. And it was like, I, I, I'd taken my vinyl from the loft and it was sitting <laughs> out. And I thought, I've got nothing to scrape my van with. My the fucking window was solid. I was like, right, that'll. I just snapped it in half and fucking get tore in. So cheers, Queen, for, uh, you know, giving me yeah, a just a, like a, the record. You, d- you didn't get it all. You didn't get the whole thing. It was just. <laughs> aye, it was, like, it was only half aye. my windscreen. Aye. aye. Exactly. Aye. Aye. Oh, brilliant. You just got any final words to say about the Magic Tour? Oh. Um, aye, it's a, it's, a, it's a part of Queen, you know, Queen's history that aye, it's probably at the bottom of the pile for me, you know. Um, so it's interesting to, to go over things. I mean, it's not all bad. There, no, there, not at all. some very good performances. Yeah, um, absolutely. Individual songs and all that that were excellent and and from what we've seen and heard and stuff. Um, but overall, yeah, very, very unsatisfying. Everything Paul just said there, man, um, Diet Queen. It's the queen that everybody that isn't a Queen fan remembers. The Diet Queen. You know what I mean? Ah, queen at Wembley, uh, Fred uh, in uh, the yellow queen jacket. At yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, 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 that's yeah. not my, it's hashtag, it's not my queen. <laughs> Get it trending. Sound, sound like Republicans, even though we are Republicans right enough, but aye, but you know, but but um, ah, it's got a, a dual meaning. Yep. <laughs> um, Freddie's the only queen. He is the only queen. Ah, absolutely. As far as I'm concerned. His okay, Majesty. That was a magic tour. Probably a shorter podcast than I would have anticipated originally when I would started writing down all my notes. Um, and I think it's, I don't know why, but it's just shorter than the works one. It just, yeah. it just is. It's our tribute to live magic. Aye, there, there you go. Um, and anybody that has a problem with ice in the windscreen gets the fucking ice chiselled off. Uh, very, very well. Good surface, you know, good broad surface area. What do they call, do they call these things these days? Life hacks? There you go. Aye, there a you life go. hack for, for Joe there. Aye, a queen hack. Aye. There you go. That's it. So, anyway, I'm sure you didn't enjoy this podcast if you were a fan of that tour. Um, but, but fuck you then. But we weren't there. We weren't there. We didn't see any of the shows. We don't really care. We don't care. Um, so I hope this has offended everybody, everybody. that likes the Magic Tour. Yeah. <laughs> fuck the Magic Tour. Exactly. Uh, no. What was magic about it? Uh, what was Aye, magic? exactly. What was Aye, magic about it? Aye. That's a very good point. Fuck all. Aye. <laughs> right. Um, fucking great part. Ah, pure <laughs> fucking base element, fucking primary three. Abuse. Part, man. Uh, uh, pure abuse at the end. <laughs> magic. Tragic, mere like. And a tragic <laughs> tour, aye. Aye, that's good. I will go with that. The tragic tour. Oh, God. Pure, aye, pure tragic. lame fucking things to say about it, aye. <laughs> the tragic tour oh, I'm dead funny uh, what else can we say ah, it's, a ki- it's a kind of tragic it's pretty cool but somebody should cover that and uh, do a grindcore uh, version weird al uh, uh, it's a kind of tragic weird al grindcore cover right anyway we better wrap this car crash up so um, yeah. uh, take the tape away and get it loaded onto the flatbed truck and get it the fuck out of here so um <laughs> We'll see you all next time and take care of yourselves. Goodbye. Peace. Bye-bye.